0: Log Talk Radio
1: This is Bobby Keys of Webradio.com And when I'm not on the air I like to sit down and read a good magazine The magazine I like is called 50 Plus The Second Half Magazine It's a magazine all about the baby boomers 50-plus, the second-half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the Second Half Magazine, also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the Second Half Magazine, is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50PlusTheSecondHalfMagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the Second Half Magazine. It's all about the baby boomer.
2: Tonight's show, A Pinch of Ginger, is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half. It's our time, online radio. Now, let's get ready for your hosts, Dr. Ginger and
0: Dr. Martin, coming up next. Good evening. It's yours truly, Ginger on Facts, with the Pinch of Ginger Radio Talk Show. And you know what I'm getting ready to tell you. I am excited again to be here. I want to take the time um, right off the top and just thank so many of you for your responses to last week's broadcast. Um, I'm thanking God that you know you all felt like it blessed you or touched you in some kind of a way. And I I just your, your prayers are meant to be answered. And I just I want to thank you for reaching out. I want to thank Uh, First Lady Betty Smith at Emmanuel uh, Kojic over over off of Minnesota Avenue in southeast Washington, D.C. She blessed my heart. She called me. She said, I was on the Brook. I was on your show. She said, I didn't even know you did that. I was on the show, and it just blessed me so much. Is there any way that you could come by the church on Sunday morning and just give us some words of encouragement? and the way that you do it. And I just, you know, I thank God because in the process of all of that, I got blessed. And, and you know, sometimes we just need, we we all need to get blessed. We all need to hear a word of encouragement. And I just want to shout out to her and thank her so much. And I just want to thank so many others that have, um, you know, you call and you sometimes you can't get on the show and you want to know if it's taped or if they, if you can hear it. or, And so I just direct you right on over to, blogtalkradio.com slash the second half that's blogtalkradio.com slash the second half and if you go there you don't you not only get to listen to the replay of my shows but you can get the replay of all of the other producers that have shows um, on this platform as well that's sponsored by 50 plus the second half magazine i don't know what we're going to do with them because they just they just put it out there for us to be able to succeed, and so I just want to while I'm while I'm thanking you all, I want to thank Fifty Plus the Second Half Magazine um, for for positioning us to do this. Um, and, and while you're going there, just take a t- time to go on by fifty five zero plus five zero plus magazine dot com fifty plus the second half magazine dot com five zero plus the second half magazine.com, and just check out all the wonderful, awesome things that they're doing over there on that side of things. Um, and so, I you know, again, you all just blessed me so much. Um, I, I want to, uh, I want to, uh, wait a second, I got a little technical thing here. Wait a minute. Uh, and I want to let you all know that um, I'm going to be doing a live live broadcast with an audience Show soon, so get ready for that. Get ready for that. We'll give you more information as that um, as that unfolds. Okay. So, you know, I like to open the show with a prayer. Um, There's so many crazy things going on around us, and and your prayers are meant to be answered. We just talked about that last week, and so um, one of the things I want to do before I pray, and 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 you know, this is included in the prayer, is to ask you all to please keep. Dr. Martin lifted in prayer. He lost a very close family member on yesterday, and um, I don't care how spiritual you think you are. I don't care how deep you think you are. I don't care, you know, I don't care what your gifting is. I don't care. Somebody close to you is not going to pass, and it don't affect you some kind of a way. And so I'm just going to ask that you all would just keep him lifted, him and his family, um, our family, lifted in prayer um, as we go through this process of, um, you know, doing his home-going service and just the whole grieving process and all of it. So, you know, reach out to Dr. Martin on Facebook, if you would, Martin O'Cornwell, and just give him a few words of encouragement. The two of them were like, I mean, they were like brothers. And so, um, you know, and those of you that have already reached out, um, if you're listening, I want to thank you so much for um, uplifting the family and, and being an encouragement because we got to uplift each other. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just come to you this evening just grateful, God, just grateful that we are even able to hold a conversation with each other and able to hold a conversation with you, God. God, we thank you for breathing the breath of air into our nostrils, God, because we know that just like Martin's family member, a whole bunch of other people did not wake up this morning. So, God, we just want you to go to the bereaved right now, Lord, and just touch them, Father. Touch them from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet. God, do do that Psalm 121 thing and just let them know that all of their help comes from you, God, and that in this time of distress, in the time of uh, need, that they need look up to you. They need to have a conversation with you and tell you what it is that they need, God, and let you comfort them. Let them let you hold them in, in your arms, Father God, and comfort them. Father, we ask that you place people around the bereaved family members so that they can feel love, just that they can feel the comfort, that they can just feel that sometimes it just, God, it just we just need to do a touch, just a hug, can help through a situation. God, we ask that you would go to those that are in financial straits. God, we ask that folks that are hungry, that that you would provide food. In whichever manner you do it, God, if you do it as manner from heaven or if you place one of us, God, in the midst of those that are hungry to provide them with something to eat, we ask, God, that you eradicate the hunger, Father God. We ask that you just go to the people that we've had so many crises, we've had so many catastrophes just in the past month, Father, and we're just asking that those people that are affected by the catastrophes that, first of all, that you would help them with their mental health, God. That you would go to their minds, Father, that you would make them understand that it's just things and that they can rebuild and then position them to be able to restore and rebuild. God, give them back a hundredfold because that's what your word says. And so, Lord, I'm going to ask that as we go through this broadcast this evening, God, that you would make my mouth say something that glorifies you and that uplifts your people and, God, that just brings people into relationship. With you and those that are already in relationship That it will bring them to a closer Proximity of love And relationship with you Father God So Lord we just want to say thank you We want to thank you for whatever it is That you're going to allow to happen tonight Thank you in advance and God thank you just For being there and just for being you With these things we pray In Jesus name, Amen Amen, Amen Y'all there's a lot going on around us There's a lot going on, a whole lot of things you are seeing it on the news, it's just you know today Howard university and then Trump was on and and you know and people don't know you know people amber alerts and forest fires and people dying in the fires and the hurricanes and the all of it's just happening around us and and so we have to be able to i'm I'm slipping right on in here too this is the way i that's the way I see it okay um we have to be able to um we have to be able to protect, I, I, I talk a lot about mental stability and mental health, but we have to be able to protect our minds in the process of all of the things that are happening around us. If you're a person that can't handle watching the news all the time, if you're a person that if it gets in your spirit and it affects you mentally and you find yourself not able to function, you find yourself not able to sleep, you find yourself not able to communicate like you normally do. Then maybe you need to back up off of it just a little bit. Maybe you don't need to sit in front of the TV all day long and watch the news, or sit in front of the TV and watch the news for hours. You got to protect your ear gates, and and so I I I I just want people to start thinking about what they're listening to, and thinking about um, it, it's like the doctors need patients in order to have a business. So the media. Needs viewers in order to stay in business. And, and what the media, media has figured out long time ago, what the media has figured out about people is that people will listen to negativity and chaos quicker than they will listen to something um, constructive. Um, You know, they might talk about somebody winning winning an award or a medal, and we'll hear it. But if they talk about somebody getting shot up or somebody uh, or something happening to uh, a politician, or if that if it's spun in a negative sense, we find ourselves glued to the television because you know some of the TV shows we watch even it's just so much drama going on in the show, and you find yourself glued to the television. But if it was one of those watered down um, kind of situations, you might not watch as closely. And so the news media has figured out in order to stay in business that they have to give you the the headline. They have to give you the um, drama side. They got to give you because it pulls you in. And so all I'm saying is don't be pulled in to the cray-cray. You got to try to you gotta you gotta eat the meat and throw away the bones. You gotta know what's real and what's not real. You got and sometimes you don't know what's what's not real because of the way that it's it's um it's shown to you. And one of the things about television is the most powerful form T V and radio are the most powerful forms of media and um and, and, and a lot of times there are a lot of people, there's a whole um category of people that if it happens on television they believe it, that's it, that's true. And so all I'm saying to you is protect your ear gate, protect your eye gate, because what you're having filtered in, what's coming through there, is what you're receiving. It's like um, my, my I always talk about my grandson. He's 12 years old, and he came home from school one day, and he said, uh, Grandma, you know what I figured out? He said, my friends are a bunch of dummies. I said, don't say that. He said, no, but, Grandma, they're failing their classes. They're getting in trouble in school. They're in trouble with their parents. They're always in trouble. I mean, serious trouble. He said, I keep telling them, y'all just a bunch of dummies. Why y'all keep getting in trouble? If you know you're going to do it. If you know that you're gonna, when you do the stuff that you do, that you're gonna get in trouble, then why do you keep doing it? He says, "I couldn't do that and go home." And so then he looked at me and he said, "Grandma, I think I need some new friends. What you think?"
2: <laughs>
0: so, the children, the children get it. So his 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 attitude was, "I gotta stay away from this." I keep allowing this in my ear, if I keep allowing it in my eyes, if I keep it in my face, I'm going to end up getting in the same kind of trouble and doing the same kind of stuff that they're doing. So my way of dealing with it is I need to try to remove myself from the situation. I need to protect myself from what's being fed into my spirit and into my mind. And and so, so just protect yourself. Protect yourself know your limits, know if it's affecting you to the point that you need um, to get you some mental health therapy. Yes, I said it. And just take care of you in the process. Don't, Don't get yourself on overload. Be aware of what's going on, but don't let it become a part of who you are to the point that it affects your ability to be able to function and to go out and to live a happy, successful life. Protect your ear gate. Protect. Filter. Filter. Filter what's happening. And I just want to tell you that's just the way I see it. That's the way I see it. Amen. Amen. Look, got good stuff coming up. This. This is, and, and, and I've mentioned these for the past several shows, so I'm just going to do it in brief this time. Um, this coming Sunday, uh, October 22nd, uh, we have the fellowship, Dr. Martin and I, the fellowship band will be playing um, uh, with Dr. Jerome Allen Bell. Uh, go to my social media outlets, and you will see all the information there. Since Southeast Washington D.C. admission is free, tell somebody, bring somebody, and just come on out and let's let's um, let's celebrate. If you don't have social media and you need the information, you can call me two four zero seven seven nine. Six five zero nine two four zero seven seven nine six five zero nine. You know there is a whole population of people out there that does not have social media. Hello, marketers. Um, also on October, that's October the twenty second. This coming Sunday on October the twenty sixth and the twenty seventh, we're the fellowship band. The fellowship band and yours truly um, will be ministering um, in song. Um, we will be on alabama avenue southeast at first rock baptist church solid rock baptist church it's on my it's on my um, again on my media outlet um that again is uh with dr jerome allen bell and it's it's the priests it's the levites it's it's everybody that's in ministry just comes together it is an awesome awesome event um so make sure that you grab a friend and come on out there and let's just um and celebrate each other and just connect and network with one another and then on October the 28th also on my um outlet so go check it out again if you need um if you need to I have a a listener that's texting me. I apologize if, if my thoughts seem broken, but if you need to um, find out the information and don't have social media, call me again at two four zero seven seven nine six five zero nine. Now listen, um, if there's someone, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into the material for this evening in a minute. If there's someone on the line and you wanna to, wanna to, uh participate in the conversation, just uh hit one and the engineer will get you in. Amen. Now, you know, I, I do want to talk about um fifty plus the second half magazine for a second here. Um you know, I am I'm, I'm just I say this every week and and I, I want you to really um go out to the site Five zero plus the second half magazine dot com, and um, and just you know check out what you see there. If you can leave comments, leave comments. If you have questions about the magazine, um, you can you you know you can reach out to them. In addition, because the magazine is awesome, I'm just telling you now, it's awesome. Who who where else you gonna find uh, an interview with somebody's actually sat down and talked? Um. I mean, just had a personal, friendly conversation with a Jerry Butler or a Melba Moore or, or you know, the the Howl Melvin and the Blue Notes or, I, I mean, it just, the list just goes on and on and on and on. So, I want you to go over there, treat yourself, and um, and then just let us know, let us know what you think about the magazine. It's it's absolutely awesome. And then the other thing I want to say about the radio, um, the radio show. For my entrepreneurs out there, if you'd be interested in running an ad um, on the on the broadcast, then you know you're, you're able to do that. Um, hit me up and let me know, and I'll put you in touch with fifty uh, plus the second half, and, and we'll get that in the works for you. Um, and again, if you don't have social media, just give me a call, and I will make sure that you get to the proper place to get your ad taken care of because it truly is an awesome platform, um, you know, to get your information into the ears of of quite a few listeners that you might not otherwise capture. So tonight's topic is don't put your eggs, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I love this. I love this. And that's, that's, we're going to dwell into it. We're going to just talk about it for a little bit. Um. I'm going to give you some examples and and um, and just talk about this topic and and hopefully it will it will bless you. It will make you rethink some things if you need to and um and, and put some things in a different perspective. Um, now what we're going to do before we do that is we're going to go to a commercial break and I'll be right back.
2: This show is sponsored by Fifty Plus, the second half magazine. Now, let's get back to the show.
0: Okay, so we're going to talk about don't put all of your eggs in one basket. So I I have a scripture that I want to read to you. Um, It's Proverbs 31, starting with verse 10. It says, if you, can, if you can find a truly good wife, she is worth more than precious gems. Her husband can trust her, and she will richly satisfy his needs. She will not hinder him, but help him all of her life. She finds wool and flax and busily spends it. She buys imported foods bought by ship from distant ports. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plans the day's work for her servant girls. She goes out to inspect a field and buys it. With her own hands, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic, a hard worker, and watches for bargains. She works far into the night. She sows for the poor and generously helps those in need. She has no fear of winter for her household, for she has made warm clothes for all of them. She also upholsters with finest tapestry. Her own clothing is beautifully made, a purple gown of pure linen. Her husband is well known, for he sits in the council chamber with the other civic leaders. She makes belted linen garments to sell to merchants. She is a woman of strength and dignity and has no fear of old age. Let me say that one more time. She is a woman of strength and dignity and has no fear of old age. When she speaks, her words are wise and kindness is the rule for everything she says. She watches carefully all that goes on throughout her household and is never lazy. Her children stand and bless her, so does her husband. He praises her with these words. There are many fine women in the world, but you are the best of them all. Charm can be deceptive and beauty doesn't last, but a woman who fears and reverences God shall be greatly praised. Praise her for the many fine things she does. These good deeds of hers shall bring her honor and recognition from people of importance. Amen. I just want to tell you, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. You know, I was, um, I, I, I had a conversation, um, a few years back with a young minister. She was upset because, and uh, if you're listening tonight, yeah, I'm talking about you. I'm telling your story. She was upset because she, her one of her closest girlfriends asked her to officiate her wedding. And in order to officiate their wedding, she had to show some documentation that she was, the area that they were in, the state that they were in, she had to show documentation that she was uh, street legal (laughs) to perform the ceremony And the church that she was at had not given her a new copy of her license. So she went to the pastor and told the pastor the situation and asked if she could get a new copy of her license, an updated, um, reinstated copy of her license. And he didn't do it and as a result her friend was really disappointed and heartbroken because she couldn't perform the ceremony and so she's telling me this story and you know she's also telling me that you know she came to the church and she was planning to go to school but she decided she was going to help um build the she was gung-ho to help the church and so she put her She didn't go back to school and the whole nine yards. And so she's telling me this story. I'm thinking, God, how many times have you heard something similar to this? And so I simply said to her, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. She's like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I'm not telling you to leave the church or to give up anything that you have uh, working with the church. The church should be one of your baskets. And in this situation, what you really might want to do is find a way to get licensed with the state so that you can perform, so you can be inefficient if that's what you want to do. So let the church be one of your baskets, but have another basket. And you need to have something in, you need to have multiple baskets. Because if you got the basket over here at the church then you got the basket over here you need to go to school and get your degree you can afford to go do you know how many people want to go to school and can't figure out monetarily how to get there and you're standing here telling me that you can afford to go to school it's paid for because your employer will pay for it and you decided not to go to school because you wanted to help build the church okay building the church is fine well and good but You need to have another basket, and right now your basket is over here. What are you going to do if the church decides to flip over your basket and pour everything out of it? And not renewing your license is one of the things that has been poured out of that basket. So you got your work basket, you got your church basket, you got your school basket, and the school basket is positioning you to be able to get some other baskets. You don't put your eggs, all your eggs in that one basket because when that basket dries up, when those eggs crack, because eggs will crack and run all over the place. And guess what? When they crack and run all over the place, you can't put them back together. They're talking about Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall and had a great fall. Right. And it says all the king's horses and all the king's men could not put Humpty back together again so when the eggs crack they're cracked and then you're sitting there and you got an empty basket and nothing to replace it with it's like you know god instilled in me when i was young i i I don't i, I sometimes i'm like god why you put this in me because it, it can be a, a bit much but he instilled in me when i was young to have more than one source of income. So I would work a job, but I always had a business. If I was working a nine to five, I always had a business on the side, or I had a part time job, or I had, because I didn't want somebody to come in to my full time job and hand me a pink slip, and I'm sitting there trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my bills. Because I did put all of my, all of my eggs in this job basket. So you you gotta you know you gotta look around you and say you know what I I, I don't leave yourself at the mercy of somebody else that's making decisions that can affect you. You got you, you gotta put yourself in position so that you're lined up. Um, just like you know they tell you in the stock market. When you when you when you go in and you you buy shares, don't buy them all from the one from one place. Spread them around because if that one place crashes, you've lost it all. Whereas if you've got it in multiple um, places, unless the whole thing crashes, then you still have something to work with. Amen. So, you know, I I just want to tell you the the, the whole thing of the whole expression of. Um, don't put your eggs in in one basket. Um, I'm sitting here looking for my glasses. Don't only have one pair of reading glasses either, because when you put them down, you don't know where to find them.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I'm I'm getting at me. Um, don't put a whole bunch of valuable stuff in one place, right? And 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 a couple of examples of that is. Um, Again, those eggs are fragile and they're easily broken. If, if that container is bumped, or if it falls, woof! Not only, not only is your basket, that basket is you can forget that you got a hot mess that you got to be trying to run around and clean up and straighten out. And and how many times have we had things, one source of, 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 of something that we have, fall apart and then we're running around. Just like we're trying to clean up those eggs, we are trying to clean up the mess, we trying to clean up the we trying to um figure out where we're gonna get money from the to, to cover our bill or how we're gonna get food in the house or how just because that one basket was so relied upon. Mm. My, Mama, don't put your eggs, all of your eggs in one basket. Don't don't put yourself in a situation where a single failure has catastrophic consequences you gotta you gotta spread your risk you you have to have a plan b and don't pin all of your hopes on one possibility mm. I mean even if you have a business even if you have a business you you've gotta even inside of that business you've got a plan so that you have more than one Stream of money coming, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, like to call names, but I'm gonna call some names here. Oprah Winfrey, Steve Harvey, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, Donald Trump. Who else? off the top of my head. Jamie Fox, uh uh Martha Stewart, right? All of them, T D Jakes, uh um the Freemans, passes Dee Dee and Michael Freeman, um they all have multiple they have the church they have the non-profit side and then they have the for-profit side they have um they have built in multiple ways to make money they have book deals they have cd deals they have some of them have barber shops and funeral homes and and they have um, so that if any one area of anything comes unglued, they've got a built in mechanism to keep everything from falling apart. So they got they have their nonprofit side and they have their for profit side. So in the non profit side, oh Lord, why did you take me here tonight? In the non profit side, um they have uh they can get grants, and they can get – they have all these different ways that they can generate um, monies to help build the church and help build the community. And then on the for-profit side, like I said, they have all of their product. You know, when you hear Bishop Jakes, when you see his things in, in his material and it says T.D. Jakes, the entrepreneur, he's working from. His for-profit side, he's working from the for-profit side basket. When he got in the community and he's helping the community, he probably even has a community development side of things. So he's got the church nonprofit, the community development nonprofit, and then he's got the for-profit. That's three different baskets under one umbrella, um, under, under one entity. If, if I'm making any kind of sense. And so you just got to make sure that, that you don't put yourself in any kind of a situation where one thing coming unraveled or unglued places you in a, categor- a catastrophic situation. And I know I repeated myself, but I wanted to repeat myself. Don't pin all of your hopes on one possibility, Right. And a lot of times we do that, things are totally out of our control. They're totally out of our control. And so, you know, you go to work um, from Monday to Friday, and you go home and you, you, you get in your recliner and you pick your feet up and you turn the remote on and you start watching television, and that's all you have is your 9 to 5. And you walk in one day and they say, we're downsizing, we no longer need you, we no longer and you're pan you're panic stricken because you've not taken the time to try to put anything else in place in case you lose that nine to five. And so I I just wanna I can't I can't stress that enough. Have more don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Um it looks like I have a caller. So I'm gonna let me take the caller here real quick. Hi Ginger. Hi. How
2: are you? Um I'm fine. I was I'm listening to your show and I just had to say, um absolutely what you're saying is so correct. Um I tell people all the time, um, whatever you're good at, you know, especially those that's around my age and getting ready to retire, you know, I speak to people a lot because I'm getting ready to do the same thing. And we'll have a conversation about, you know, they'll tell me, well, I don't know what I'm going to do after I retire. I tell people all the time, Ginger, whatever it is that you're good at and that you yeah. love doing,
0: you can make yeah.
2: that your business. Yeah, you know that, so, you would do, uh,
0: that you would do that you would do even if you didn't get paid for it. That's how much you love it.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's, that's right. You've got to my, love. That's, it. that's the way I am with my music. <laughs> I would do my music if I didn't make a red cent because I love playing. I love music. Mm-hmm. And 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 fortunately, God has placed me in a position to be able to generate an income doing my music. The thing that I love, and so. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, but you got to you got to got to get up. You got to get up and you got to you got to do it. You got to put the you got to put the thing in place and make it happen.
2: Yeah, and sometimes it might look like things are not going your way, you know, but I believe the good Lord will give you everything in time because I was speaking to someone one time and and they had been in business for like 10 years, you know, and Nothing, not a lot was going on. They were not where they wanted to be, you know, and I was, and I, I started asking them some questions, you know, and I said, if God, if God tomorrow, you know, gave you um, 10,000 people, would you be able to deliver to them?
1: And the young lady
2: said to me, no. So I said to her, I said, well, you know what, maybe that's it. You know, it's not your time yet because when he give it, when he put everything down on you, he wants you to be ready for it. If you're not ready, then what's going to happen? That's right. You know, so he is there. He will be there when the time is right. And guess what? Five years later, he was there and the time was right for her. She's doing very, very well and that's so i just wanted to say that thank you for letting me comment on your show thank you okay
0: and, and again if there are any other callers that would like to um to have a comment just press one and um you can get in on the call um but look i was i was um i was looking at some examples of you know people um putting all of their eggs in one basket and I was I was reading about um, I was reading about you know, our computers, something as simple as our computers. It's, it's, um, if you know that the data on your computer, if you know that the data on your computer is irreplaceable, then you need to make sure that it's stored on more than one hard drive, and that you also have an off-site backup in a different location. Right? And 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 this this was a lesson that was learned in a oh my god, it was really learned in a terrible way, um, in two thousand one because it was a company that had their primary data in one of the towers of the World Trade Center and the backup site was in the other tower. So they lost all of everything, and I'm sure that they probably were not the only ones in that situ- in that situation that lost everything because they never once thought that if they backed up their material and put it in another tower the other tower that anything that catastrophic would happen i'm going to um i'm gonna break for a commercial I'll be right back, and I'll pick this start back up.
2: Hi, you're listening to the Fifty Plus Radio Show, where the show is always so amazing. Sit back and relax, and just enjoy the show. Now, let's get back to the show.
0: So, I mean, you think about it. You've got some, and we do it all the time. We we sit and we type on our computers. We do our documents. We we don't do any kind of backup because, you know, our personal computers, our PCs, our laptops, we just sitting there. We just entering data. And that day comes when that computer decides, that laptop decides, or it ain't going to work no more, Or and I said ain't, or we inadvertently drop it or somebody uh, drops it for us or happens to bang it or whatever the case may be, it just stops working, it just dies. And you can't get access to anything on it because it crashes. And you have not backed up. Any of it, anywhere, is all right there on that computer. And, you know, I know some of the computer folk out there say, well, you can go get the hard drive out of there. Prayerfully, it's on the hard drive, right? But you put it all right there on the computer. You didn't have a second basket. You didn't have a, a place of backup to keep you from losing all of your data. Got to have a Got to have a plan. Got to have a plan. Now I, you know, when I do, when I keep my calendar, I put my cal. I always, and I've always done this. I have my calendar in three places, and and really I have it in four places. I have my calendar um, on my computer. I print out a copy of it. I have my calendar on my phone. Right. So now I've got it on the computer, I've got a hard copy that I've printed, I've got it on my phone, and then I email it to myself so that I can always check my email and know where I'm supposed to be and when I'm supposed to be there. That way if my phone goes out, if my computer goes out, the hard copy ain't going to go out. You print that hard copy, the only way it's going to go out is if you put it down someplace and don't know where you put it. But I don't put myself in a position to have my stuff in one place. I don't put all them eggs over there in that computer basket. I don't put them all in the phone basket. I don't put them all in the email basket. And 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 chances are, I mean, I I a lot of, I could put my calendar down and lose it. Then I can go back to my phone or back to my computer. Or, but, but I'm I I'm not gonna lose all four of them, at, or all five of them, or however many I have. I'm not gonna lose all of them at the same time, because they're not all in the same place. And even if something happened and I lost all of it in the same place, I can go pull up my email and pull it out of my email. The database is there. And so you gotta you gotta plan you gotta plan your life that way because it's too you know we have a lot coming at us. We have a lot of information coming at us. We have a lot of, I can be sitting at my computer working on something and my phone will beep and I'll look over and I got a text message or something that I need to stop and address then. Well, now I, I'll get all engrossed and then forget what I have going on on my computer when it's something on my computer that I I, I was working on it because, because I needed to be working on it. And so we have to make sure that we have an organized, we have organized baskets. It's important to organize the baskets. It's important to prioritize. If you're going to have more than one basket, which you should, you got to know which basket you should be operating out of and when you should be operating out of that basket. Because if you if you mess around and break those eggs, and one of the eggs and one of the other baskets has a little crack in it, you can cross-contaminate the baskets. You don't want two baskets to go down at the same time. You just don't want that to happen. So I guess you're saying, now, why in the world did she read Proverbs and she hasn't said another thing about Proverbs? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question. I'm going to go back to Proverbs here, and we're going to, we're going to spend a little time, and we're going to break this down just a little bit um, because I thought this was really interesting yeah, me one second. I thought this was really interesting when I was reading it because the Proverbs woman. Let's see how many baskets let's see how many baskets we can count that she had. Okay, so we we're doing Proverbs thirty one and we started at ten. Uh she finds wool and flax and she busily spends it, okay? She buys, um, she buys, and I'm sorry, y'all. See what I'm saying? I'm sitting here and I'm talking to y'all and all this stuff is flashing up on my screen. (laughs) I can't deal in that basket right now. She finds wool and flax and busily spends it. She buys imported foods bought by ship from distant ports. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and she plans she plans the day's work for her servant girls. So she goes out to inspect the field and she buys it. Okay, so let me see. she's got this basket where she finds wool and flax and she busily spins it so she's spinning wool basket right now if she's buying imported food brought by ship she's spending money okay so she's got this basket where she's spinning wool and flax that's one basket right um she gets up before dawn she goes out to inspect the steel And she buys the field. That's two. With her own hands, she plants a vineyard. The vineyard is going to grow and produce fruit. That's three, right? It says she's energetic, a hard worker, and watches for bargains. Those are all traits. Let me tell you what, you can put your character traits right on in another basket. We're going to call that four because that can make all the difference, and it makes a difference with her because she, she's working while we sleep in kind of person. You ever heard of one of those kind of people? She sows for the poor and generously helps those in need. That fits right over there into that 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 character trait basket. She has no fear of winter for her household, for she has made warm clothes for all of them. So she prepared in advance of the winter so that they can be warm during the winter. Winter. So, again, we can put that. She sews. Wait a minute. She sews. She sews. That's five. That's five. She upholsters with the finest tapestry. That's six. Her own clothing is beautifully made, a purple gown of pure linen linen. Her husband is well known for he sits in the council chamber with the other civic leaders. Now I'm going to tell you what hubby, hubby, hubby is another basket. That's seven. Wife, wife is a basket. Okay, okay, fellas. I ain't leaving y'all out. But in this instance it's hubby. Hubby's basket number seven. She is rolling. She is rolling. She makes belted linen garments to sell to the merchants. That's Eight. Anybody on this line got eight baskets? Mm. She is a woman of strength and dignity and has no fear of old age. So if you're a certain age, stop talking about what you can't do because you're too old to do it because you ain't got to be worrying about it. If If you 50 and talking about you know, it's 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 curtains, and I didn't accomplish this, and I didn't accomplish that, and I didn't accomplish. You better go find you a basket, and it don't need to be no knitting basket. Because let me let me let me let me burst that bubble a little bit. My mama is ninety, so if my mama had started at fifty talking about it was over and it was curtains, and she wasn't gonna get nothing else done, and she didn't, she'd have been sitting there for another forty years already talking about 40 years previous that things was over, and a lot of people do that. Go get you a basket and put, go get you some baskets, go get you some baskets, because you want to make sure that you, by the time you get the 90, that you got something in your basket so you can eat, so you you have your things in place. So if you get sick, you got medical, so that if you, because I'm just telling you now, my mama's stuff is, she made sure she had her stuff. It's say jammed up and jelly tight, okay? So she don't have to worry about all of that stuff. Now, because she planned. She planned. It says she, she has no fear of old age. Go get it, folks. Go get it. Go get it. When she speaks, her words are wise, and kindness is the rule for everything she says. So we're up to eight baskets. She watches carefully all that goes on throughout her household and is never lazy. Her children stand and bless her, so does her husband. He praises her with words, he praises her with these words. There are many fine women in the world, but you are the best of them all. Now, don't all of us want to hear our mates say that? Charm can be deceptive and beauty doesn't last, but a woman who fears and reverences God shall be greatly praised. Praise her for the many fine things she does. These good deeds of hers shall bring her honor and recognition from people of importance. So here we have a woman in the Bible who has eight baths where she generates income, where she generates something constructive for her household. She owns land. She makes clothes. She she buys imported goods. She plans the day. Um, Who who goes out and inspects a field and buys it? Are we doing that? Are we going out and inspecting property and purchasing it? Why? Because we think we can't do it? Or what, did we just give up? Or are we not... Planning. Are we not trying to leave a legacy for our children? We want our children to have more than one basket. And the Bible says if we do the thing the right way, our children and our children's children and our children's children's children can have multiple baskets. They can have multiple sources of income. They can. You don't let the stream run dry and you don't have someplace else to get some water. That's a matter of survival. So she's sowing for the... So she's not only is she she's reaping what she's sowing because she's literally because she's sowing for the poor and generously helping people in need and and because she's doing this she don't have any fear for her house being cold or her family being cold in the winter because she's already sown for them in the process. So what where's your basket? What are you what are you putting in your my grandson came to me yesterday and asked me could a grandma can you fix the bottoms of my pants for me can you something he asked me could I do to him and I was like well, what in the world are you talking about I said I can hem them for you no I don't want them hemmed. I want them to look like so he had to go get me a picture to show me um what it what it looked like and he says I said oh yeah I'll do that for you I'll do it for you this weekend and he says I'm so glad I have a grandma like you grandma you can do anything you want your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren to feel like you can do anything because you have more than one basket to operate out of. Because guess what? That teaches them that they can have the skill of planting seeds in more than one basket. We got some basket weaving and we got some basket making and we got some tools and some things and some skills and some some income and we gotta have those baskets, y'all. We got—I just see baskets all over the place. You know, we we—you you looked at the flyer that I did, and it looked like it could have been an Easter basket. Well, I'm not talking about Easter baskets and Easter bunnies. I'm talking about building our, building our—not just building our future, but positioning ourselves now so that we we can be set in our future. Because the future is coming. The question is, are you gonna be prepared when it gets here? Are you going to be one of those people down the road that's sitting there trying to figure out how you're going to eat? Are you going to be trying to figure out are your lights going to be cut out? Are you going to be one of Are you going to be one of those people? Or are you going to be one of those people that say, you know what, that light bill is coming up, and I'm looking in the basket. I don't have it in this basket. Oh wait, it's in the basket over there. Let me go take care of this light bill. And that's the way you want it. That's the way you want it. And some people are like, I'm not working a full-time job and a part-time job. There are too many ways. There are too many ways, even online, to generate some income. You can sit right in your house, spend a few hours, more a week, instead of watching television and watching them shoot up and kill each other on television. You ain't making no money doing that. It makes some money. Develop another basket because so you're not walking around. You know what it also does? It frees you up from having to be in an office place and walking on eggshells because you don't know what you might say or do to upset somebody, and they let you go. It frees your mind. You're not as stressed out. You're not, you don't have to act crazy, but in your mind you can say, you know what, I really, it don't matter what you do because I got something to fall back on over here. And it's time for us to have ourselves positioned that way because a lot of us are not positioned that way. Because we were taught we were taught to go get a good job, put the time in, do the 30, 40, 50 years, get our gold watch and our plaque and go sit home and draw social security, which they're threatening to try to get rid of. So I think by the time our children, our grandchildren, or well, their children come along, there might not even be anything as, as social security. So, if you're dependent on social security, even if it, with social security, you need to have another basket. Because what happens if the government decides to pull social security? What if they come claiming there's no money in social security and you don't get a social security check? What you gonna do then? But if you have, if you're like the the proverb thirty-one woman, you've got all kinds of stuff lined up. And if you looked at the way that she did it, one thing fed into another. One thing worked right in hand with another. She knew how to line her stuff up so that it would all work together, and say all things work together for good, for the good, for those that love the Lord. But all of her stuff just fell right in place. It fell right in place, and her personality, and her energy, and and her uh, lack of being lazy was the thing that catapulted her to keep it moving. And it said she watches for bargains. Whoo, Lord have mercy. You better go on and get them bargains to stop trying to get all them designer clothes with somebody else's name on the label. I'm like, if I'm going to wear my clothes with a label, I want it to have my name on it. How about that? Anybody else out there want to have their name on it? So I just want to tell you, uh, don't don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Don't, don't put them all in one basket. And I just, you know, that I'm just going to say that one more time. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Folks, it's been wonderful tonight. This is your girl Ginger on Stacks, a Ginger Radio talk show. I want to thank 50 Plus the Second Half Magazine again, and I want to thank all of you all. And until next Tuesday, I want you to stay blessed. This show was brought
2: to you by the 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Thank you for stopping by, and we hope you will tune in next week. Good night.